Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Middle Ground. I'm Caroline. And I'm Joe. And we are happy that you are here. How are you doing today, Joe? I'm making it. I'm sleepy. I didn't yeah. make it to my workout this morning. Oh, sad. I know. I'm failing oh, well. myself. But I did do the rest of my morning routine. I got up, made my bed, did all that stuff. So nice. We're good. We're trucking. How about you? I'm doing well. I'm a little sleepy too. We went to the lake on Saturday. Saturday. It's Monday. Um, <laughs> it is Monday. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm a little drained from the sun. I got a little burnt. Oh, and by a little burnt, she <laughs> means she got a lot burnt. Like halfway through the day, I was like, Caroline, your back end is bright red. And, and I was like, no, it's from her sitting <laughs> yeah. on the dock. And I'm like, <laughs> no. I was like, nah, I'm not burnt because it was cloudy, but it the cloud burn. Guys. Yeah, the cloud it's, burn got real. real for Caroline yeah. and my husband, Matt. <laughs> they uh, they did not heed the warning. Right. Um, so we like to start every episode with a segment that we've been calling Happies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once again, if you guys have any name um, ideas for this, let us know. But pretty much we're opening each episode with a highlight from our week, something small, but impactful that has been happy. Mm-hmm. So Caroline, what's your happy from this week? Mine is uh, yesterday we I got to go to dinner with my family. Um, my brother and his girlfriend I haven't seen in a long time since COVID and all this craziness. So I got to see them. And they're and building a house. They are building a house. Um, they're a little bit older than me, like eight to 10 years older. <laughs> um, so it's good to see them. And they finally met my boyfriend, Chris, and they got along. Which they liked him great. okay? Yeah. To Chris yeah. like them, okay? Yeah. Good. It went well. So, yeah, what's your happy? Um, uh, My happy from the week, we announced the podcast. Yeah. So you happy. guys now know that we're hiding in my closet recording this audio, <laughs> and that makes me really happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we also ordered furniture and everything for our office, so hopefully we're going to be able to start recording in there. Yeah. Um, so Very exciting. That's really exciting. But, yeah, I would say announcing the podcast has been the highlight. Just because I'm not a good secret keeper. <laughs> I am, like, if I need to. Right. But I just, when there's good news, I just want to tell everybody. And so that was, was really very hard exciting for me. announcing. Yeah. And all the good feedback we got. So yeah. So thank you guys for I, that. Yes, thank you. We we hit 200 followers yeah. on our Instagram today. <laughs> so that was really Moving exciting. Moving up the world. It was exciting. It I didn't know that exciting. that was going to happen. So... Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to start today with a question. So whenever we announced, we did an open Q&A on my Instagram, and we are going to try and pull a listener question each week to answer. And this week, the question was, I think, directed at me, but mm-hmm. um, what inspired my first viral TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> And it's great that Caroline is here and doing this with me because it was Caroline that inspired my first viral TikTok. I had been on TikTok when it was still musically Mm -hmm. and just trying desperately to like pop off on this app. And I've been posting for like a year and nothing had happened. And then Caroline comes over one day. And, like, walks in. We're working on it. And I casually say, I'm like, oh, yeah, Joe, uh, I had uploaded a video of a chipmunk. That was running towards me, and it it blew up. It got 60,000 views. But the chipmunks from when we were together. Yes. And so (laughs) I was livid because I was there for the chipmunk. And Uh I have been trying for months and months to get something to (laughs) pop off. Mm -hmm. The chipmunk's actually kind of a funny story, though. Yes, it is. We were in Colorado, and I desperately wanted to go on a hike. (laughs) 
<laughs> and Caroline was like, sure. And it was the middle of summer. <laughs> middle of so and we get there and we realize that we'd left our water bottles. Not, we had no water. We didn't leave them in the car to start our hike. No, no. We left them all the way where yeah. we were staying. <laughs> and we were like, it's fine. It was yeah, only we're like, like, we're fine. Yeah, it was only like a mile hike, we thought. Uh-huh. And so we were like, we'll be fine. Right. Not a big deal. How many miles was it? I think it was six round <laughs> trip. <laughs> yeah, it was not a mile. We had a camera. No water. No water. And ourselves. And ourselves. And uh, we got, like, <laughs> halfway through, and we're in this, like, it was this beautiful, like, lake in the middle mm-hmm. of Colorado, and we were like, do we drink the water? <laughs> yeah, we were like, we're surrounded by, the like, rules? all these other hikers who have water, and we're like, yeah. do we ask them <laughs> yeah. for water? What, what do we... <laughs> and we then Caroline got attacked by a chipmunk. Yeah, and then I recorded it, and then I uploaded it. To TikTok. To TikTok. Two years later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I thought it was funny. The trip was from 2018. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. Well, so anyway, so Caroline got like 65,000 views on this TikTok. Mm -hmm. And I was furious. Not at her. (laughs) But I was like, man, I've been uploading to this app for months. (laughs) Nothing. And Caroline was like, well, you're trying too hard. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's probably true. My Enneagram 3 was showing. I was trying way too hard. She's like, just go through your camera roll. Like, I was like, just pick one like I did. Like, it's literally a yeah. chipmunk. Like, you have to have something. Yeah. So we go through my camera roll. And the last year, my best friend Jen had told me that she was pregnant um, at my wedding. And the video's pretty good. It's and so good. Yeah. It's so sweet. It, it, it was really sweet. And I cried a lot. <laughs> and so I uploaded it. I cut it down to, like, 40 seconds, and I uploaded it. And an hour and a half later, I looked, we didn't look at it after mm-hmm. we uploaded it. It had 6,400 views. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline has a video. When we release this episode, we'll have to share the video mm-hmm, on sure. um, the Middle Podcast. Ground uh, Instagram. But she has this video, and I am so excited. <laughs> I have 200 followers on TikTok, guys. I've been trying for years, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have 200 followers. And I am freaking out. I'm like, Caroline, I have 6,400 views. And I was like, what? I've made it. It's <laughs> like, woohoo. But that was my first viral one. And I think it has like 600,000 likes now. It has like four or five million views yeah, now. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Blew but it, up. Yeah, that was like my first one to take off. So it actually wasn't anything I like created. It was just a little right. moment. Just a memory. Um. Yeah, so... Anyway, that was kind of a long-winded answer, but <laughs> that was what inspired my first viral TikTok is a waterless hike. Yeah. <laughs> We've gotten smarter with our hiking yes, since we then. Have. Since 2018. Now, we had a lot of rough hiking scenarios in 2018. Oh, yeah. But we'll get to those another yeah, time. <laughs> for sure. We'll have to touch on those. Um, so today, uh, we are taking another suggestion that we got a remarkable amount of feedback from you guys whenever we put out what you want to hear. And so many asked, um, what can you do to be more successful at any age? Mm-hmm. And so many of your suggestions revolved around that. And so today we're going to be talking about five ways that Caroline and I both think you can be more successful at any age, at any mm-hmm. stage of your life or career. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. So you want to start? Sure. So we started with number one as you have to define what success means to you. And that's a really hard concept. And at least for me, like, I'm like, it's really hard. It's like, wow, what, what is that even? How do you even get into that? And I don't know what your opinion on it is, but I feel like whenever I look at other people, 
I see someone who has been very financially successful and I'm like, oh my goodness, they're amazing. They're doing so much better than me. And then I see somebody that's really like happy and content with what they have. And I'm like, oh my goodness, they're so much more successful than me. Mm -hmm. Like I tend to focus on what each person, because I think almost anybody, they have something they're successful in, Yeah, you know? Mm -hmm. And I tend to focus on that and then compare myself as if mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be a 10 in every single yeah, category. Yeah, I do the exact same. Um, so I think that's why it's so important mm-hmm. to define it and really know what your, and it can shift and change and ebb right. and flow, but really hone in on, yes. yeah, focus on it. Yes. So um, what success is to me, which we made notes yeah. and we haven't told <laughs> each other. So I'm um, curious to see if they overlap. I know, me too, is being free. And so what that means to me is being happy doing what I love and a huge goal of mine like most people probably is to be financially free and I think a lot of times we I think a lot of times people view money in relationship to success so negatively but to me it is a key in my opinion and I want to have the freedom to go on any trip I want to and do the things I want to plan my life the way I want to and not have to stress about that. Right. And, um, so yeah, that was mine (laughs) is to be free, be free in all things. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. So what I wrote down is really, truly, whenever I look at who I look up to, especially in terms of success, I look for people who seem truly happy Mm -hmm. and at peace with who they are. Um, they seem fulfilled and confident and financially stable. Mm -hmm. So we both have that in common, uh, with the financial stability being so important. Right. Uh, I don't think that for me, that means being rich, like having endless money to be able to go do anything I Mm -hmm. want. I don't really have that desire as much as I have the desire to just know, for instance, during this whole pandemic and the whole world flipping upside down, jobs and things have been very unstable, but because of being financially responsible, it doesn't hit as hard because I was able to save and depend on that. And I want more of that throughout my life Mm -hmm. because I know that this isn't the only financial hardship and it's not the only time we're going to see the market crash. And that's part of being a small business owner. Mm -hmm. You don't have a lot of the benefits or job security. And so I think that's a huge part of the definition of success for me. Um, so happy, fulfilled, confident, and financially stable. Mm -hmm. That's what I I wrote down, but I think it's hard. I think it's a really hard thing to define. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's really personal. And so for each person, it can be different, but before you can truly be setting goals and seeking success, I think you really have to sit down and look at what it means to you. So my Mm -hmm. suggestion is if you are listening to this and you're hoping to get a lot out of the next four things that we share with you guys, really take a moment, think about what success is to you. Think about the people that you look up to that you deem successful. Mm -hmm. What is it about them that makes you think that? And really just take that into consideration. Yeah. So the second thing that we uh, wrote down, and we both really agree on this, is a huge avenue to more success is consistency and What's really important to me with consistency is committing to both a morning and a nightly routine. Mm -hmm. Start your day right, end your day right. It's so important. And it helps keep a healthy mindset. Right. 
Um, so we also wrote down what our morning routines are mm-hmm. and I don't know what yours are at all, but the things, my morning routine, I'm not as good at keeping my morning routine on lock. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. I'm not a morning person in general. I'm not either. Um, I'm mo- much more night owl. Me too. And I like wrapping up the day. Yes. With a neat little yes. bow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I always feel good whenever I walk through a morning routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just not as consistent. And that's a goal of mine to continue to get better with. But regardless, every single morning, I drink a full glass of water when I wake up. Oh, same. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do? Yeah. I started doing... When did you start doing that? Mm, Forever? No. Probably when COVID hit. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just decided. Like, you were uh, like, no, not I? forever. <laughs> so I started doing it last summer. JC, my, JC's my best friend from home and, um, she's a huge health nut and mm-hmm. made that suggestion to me. She's like, well, when you wake up in the morning, you know, you're dehydrated, you should, it'll make you feel better. Right. So I did it for seven days. Like I was like, I'm going to do it for seven days. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now when I don't do it, I'm like, oh my goodness, forgot my glass of water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, the only two things I do every morning consistently without fail is I drink my glass of water and I make my bed. Which isn't much, but it's at least committing to that consistency yeah. every day. And I think it's so Making your important. bed is huge. I'm I, not good at that. You're I, not a bed maker? No. That but surprises I, me. I admire people that are bed makers. Yeah. And I want to do better. But yeah. I'm not. I do not make my bed every morning. It makes... It stresses me out. Yeah. Like if I... And you know, part of it, what I will say is part of it is I have... We've been using my house as an office um, mm-hmm. for years with our entire team. That. So, like, Caroline's here most days, and then we have interns that are here a couple days a week. During COVID, that's been a little different. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that that really mm-hmm. encourages me, too, because when we walk in my room or whatever, I don't want it to be super messy. Right. You know? Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, and I'm the opposite. I leave my house and don't come back until night. Right. But I bet it would make you feel I know, so good. It would. That if, when I, you came I home, you get to unmake the bed. Yeah. It's like do, a hotel room. Do which... you wash your sheets super consistently? Like, are you yeah. on a schedule? Like two weeks. Two weeks. Is that long? So, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I wash my sheets every Sunday. Okay. And like Sunday Dang. night, make my bed and like it's my favorite thing ever because, you know, Sundays, the weekend's coming to a close. It's your last, right. you know, day off. For us, it's really our only day off. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, man, you know, not bummer. I mean, I look forward to Mondays, but it's like an added bonus. I like oh, yeah, that is pull back the sheets and, and it has that, yeah. like, fresh laundered mm-hmm. smell. And anyway, yeah. Yeah, it makes you feel good for so, sure. But I anyway, where we're getting with committing to this morning and nightly routine is really consistency. Mm-hmm. Like, consistency is such an important part of success that Mm -hmm. I think people really don't consider. And I uh, was kind of explaining this earlier by comparing it to baseball, which I know nothing about baseball. (laughs) Your brother's Uh, played baseball, you know, so you can, if I sound absolutely insane, you can, (laughs) but I was saying like, if you have two baseball players and one is really consistent um, they're not hitting home runs, but they're really con- like they get to first consistently every yeah. time. And then you have this player that either strikes out or hits a home run. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, even though that player hits home runs and like that's so great, you have the reliable first base player. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that person's going to get more opportunities because they're reliable with that consistency. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's yeah, bad to hit home runs at all, but you need to really work on 
that consistency mm-hmm. more than anything. Um, I mean, I say that with people who ask me about social media. We've really talked about that with this podcast, mm-hmm. like episodes every Monday, because you need people need to be able to rely mm-hmm. on you um, in order to build relationships, in order to, you know, build mm-hmm. customer. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Customer reliability. That's not customer service. service. That's not it either. <laughs> but you guys get what I'm getting. Yeah. <laughs> Words aren't coming to me. But anyway, so number two is consistency. And I think a really great way, if you're not good at that, is to start with that morning and nightly mm-hmm. routine, breaking that goal down. And so, yeah. Yeah. Number three. Number three. Number three is be everyone's cheerleader. And maybe some of you are like, what does that mean? You know, what do you mean by that? And what we together, Joe and I believe in is put good out and you'll get good back. And so for us, it makes us feel so good to lift other people up and be on their team, really. And it just makes you happier all around. Well, and this is my all-time favorite tip that we gave at the workshop that I feel like really um, blew a lot of the young business owners' minds because I think as a photographer, as a business owner, as an Mm -hmm. entrepreneur, as an artist, anything you do, it's competitive, especially if you're in the same market. And that competition can really um, settle as you wanting to do better, be better. You don't want to celebrate other success because you want that to be your success. Mm -hmm. And I really, really, really encourage you to stray away from that because at the end of the day, tearing other people's business down or success down, even if it's only in your own mind, like I'm not saying that you're saying bad things about them out loud or being vindictive or doing something, but even in your own head, the things that you say, it really affects everything that comes to Mm -hmm. you. And so by being other people's cheerleader and encouraging them and being genuinely happy for them and being in their corner when they need help. If you're that genuine friend, Mm -hmm. I guess my best example, I'm better using examples (laughs) than explaining, but you know, I have all these wonderful friends in the photography industry and I have, I, I mean, I met a lot of tough things in the industry too, where I didn't necessarily feel welcomed by photographers, but there are the ones that embraced me too. And then when I was fortunate enough to become relatively successful in the industry, those photographers that helped me, they're the ones I referred. Yeah. They're the ones that I gave right. business. And there are, that's the other thing is there's so much work out there. There's abundance. Yes. So don't be jealous. And it's such a, it's easy to be jealous and to judge others. Like Joe said, not that you ju- are judging them to their face, but just relax in your head right and like we were talking about on the last episode is everyone has their own target market and everyone their clientele might not be yours and vice versa so just or it may be at the end of the right. day you may share a clientele and that's okay because sometimes you know they may not be able to make it happen mm-hmm. and they're going to refer to you and vice versa and you need to be able to have that trust with people mm-hmm. and uh, just be supportive. Right. And I think that people really underestimate that as a resource to being successful is truly just being kind mm-hmm. and being kind and to everyone. And it, it goes far beyond people in your industry. So, for instance, you know, once again, photographer. So when mm-hmm. we're putting together shoots, 
be kind to the florists, be kind to the planners, be, you know, the whole industry. And it, it applies anywhere, you know, and say nice things and yeah, just lift others up. Right. Uh, I just think that that's so important Mm -hmm. and I think that people really underestimate it. So at any age, and I think that that was a big launching pad for me in my early twenties. I mean, it's how I met Caroline was I was connecting with vendors. Her mom owned a wedding venue and I was just connecting to get to know them. And if you can get your foot in the door and really provide value to those people, they're going to want to provide value back by referring you Mm -hmm. or helping you in any way that they can. Now, what I will say about this though, is be careful not to have expectations. You're not being kind. So people will do something Mm -hmm. for you. You're being kind because it's the right thing to do. Right. I don't know. I think that that's important. Because, you know, it is cool when you're kind because people want to do kind things for Mm -hmm. you, but you can't expect it and you can't get resentful from people either. It's, it's a slippery slope Um, and it's a hard thing to balance. So yeah, if you are uh, looking to uh, be more successful in your business, your personal brand, anything you're doing, really cheer other people on and make a habit of going to people's events If you have the financial means to support somebody and purchase their product, Mm -hmm. go for it and share it with your friends. Right. And, you know, this is where it comes into spread a like, make a comment. Yeah. Um, Even if it's only peppered in on social media like that, you know, it can cost you nothing to be supportive Mm -hmm. of those people. And it will mean the world to them. It really does. Like, I know the people who check in constantly on my Instagram, Mm -hmm. who respond to my stories, who comment, who are engaged with me. And those are the people who are putting in the time to be my cheerleader. Right. And it means a lot to yeah. me. And I'm going to go out of my way for them to make sure that they're taken mm-hmm. care of. So I think that that's a huge stepping stone that people just don't think about. Mm-hmm. All right. Number four. So uh, number four is set goals, <laughs> <laughs> which seems obvious, mm-hmm. you know, um, as a way to be successful. But it's not just set goals. It's set your goals and then break them down so that you can actually maintain and reach those goals. So for me, these past two weeks, my goal has been to grow on Instagram, to grow my audience. And so to break that down, I've been posting every single day. That's a goal of mine. And so breaking them down and doing the work to reach that goal, because we were talking about this earlier, like you can't just say, I want to buy a house. Right. Like, how are you going to get there? What are the steps to take? You have to write those down and put in the work to achieve that goal. Right. Like, big goals are great. Like, for instance, Caroline and I wanted to start a podcast. Right. Which, to us, was a huge goal. And if you don't break that down into smaller goals, it's easy to lose track and no longer have that consistency. Mm Mm-hmm. And I can't say consistency enough in this episode. (laughs) Consistency is the key to success, in my opinion, clearly. Mm -hmm. But for instance, like we said, new episode every Monday. Mm -hmm. And before we started, we were like, we want to have up to 10 episodes drafted and, you know, outlines put together so that you guys can rely on us that on Mondays we're going to be here and we're going to be talking and we're going to be having a conversation Mm -hmm. with you because you need to be able to rely on us And we want to be able to rely on you, vice versa. Yeah. And so really breaking them down to where they're achievable. Every year, I'm a huge goal person. Right. So every year, I have two different days of the year that I do, like, big check-ins for big goals. So Mm -hmm. New Year's and my birthday. Because my birthday's in the middle (laughs) of the year. 
Yeah, um, I do that too. My birthday's in September, so it was always like the new school year oh, also. Yeah, that's, so the same, yeah. September and New Year's. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so I check in, I have those big goals, and I check in monthly on a little bit smaller goals that work toward those big goals. And then I have weekly. Mm -hmm. So for instance, when we were talking about routines earlier, like the drinking the water for seven days, I was like, okay, seven days is achievable. Mm -hmm. And we really focused for seven days and I liked it. So I kept doing it. It didn't feel overwhelming as like for the rest of my life every morning. (laughs) And I think it's easy to get that way with goals is like, I want to have a successful brand. I want to be a pop star. I want to, you know, whatever it is. And it gets overwhelming for sure. Yeah. And I think anybody's capable of doing all of that, but you have to be able to break it down and achieve those little things. And Mm -hmm. it also makes you feel good. Yeah. Like even if it's a tiny goal like that, like I want to make my bed every morning for seven days, I get to the end and I'm like, yeah, I did it. Well, I make my bed every morning, but you know, (laughs) for you, you would probably be really excited if you made your bed for... (laughs) And, you know, I don't know. Years ago, I might have been excited about that. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's just really important. And I think that we get overwhelmed by our goals easily. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of where you were, just with everything. Oh, yeah, for sure. Tend to shut down mm-hmm. and just kind of... I think it's easy to get that way with social media. Yeah. It's an overwhelming yes. beast. It is very much. But yeah. now that I'm doing and posting every day, like, it's becoming fun. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, it's like, what am I going to post today? Like, Caroline's the caption queen. Oh, thank you. That's sweet. <laughs> She's so good. What was your caption the other day? I'm looking it up. It was so good. She wrote this Instagram caption that, like, I went and They got good feedback, died. too. People were like, can I use this caption? I'm like, go for it. Oh, yeah. It. She, uh, it's a picture of her in front of a VW bus. And the caption says, get in, loser. We're going to manifest greatness. (laughs) I don't know why. That was my favorite thing in the entire world. I uh, could not believe. I was like, yes. (laughs) Yes, we are. Back to Caroline being huge on manifesting. Hey, that is not in our five things to be more successful. But that is one that Caroline taught me. I, it blows my mind. I really can't. Joe, the thing about Joe is she's been manifesting all her life and a lot of people have, but you don't. I have. Yes. Because if you Ooh. look at your life, like <laughs> the three you, and me so excited you want about it this. and you'll get it right. Yeah. Like you don't have regret. And mm-hmm. that's the big thing is like, you don't actively say I'm going to manifest our podcast doing well. No, but some people have to. That's me. Yeah. So, like, that gets me on track. Like, okay, put good vibes out there. Like, I have to sit down and with anything. Like, yeah. manifest this, manifest that. You do it subconsciously. Well, thank you. But you don't, like, I don't how, think you know how I say it? It's like, yeah. let's manifest yeah. whatever. And you're like, yeah. Like, you're on board. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But you don't say, you, I've never heard you say, no. you know. No. But you still do it. Yeah. And a lot of people do. I don't know if you've watched the TikToks I sent you last night. I send Caroline like 45 <laughs> TikToks a day. There's no way she can watch all of them. But I sent you one this morning mm-hmm. that was a woman talking all about how important the words that you say to your brain. I didn't watch that one. Okay. So it's really cool. She's talking about how your brain believes anything you tell it. Mm-hmm. So she's going on and on and she's saying, like, if you say to yourself, I'm a loser. Right. Your brain's going to believe you'll become that I'm a loser Mm -hmm. and you're going to become a loser. And if you tell yourself I'm not smart or I can't do this. Right. You won't be able to do it. Mm -hmm. 
And I thought it was so interesting because it's so true. I see that so often that people talk down to themselves. And and I think there's a fine line between um, self-deprecating humor, (laughs) which I very much have. Like, I have no problem. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I feel very secure. I don't know if this qualifies, but somebody today on TikTok told me that I have knees that look like moldy bricks. (laughs) (laughs) That's so rude. (laughs) But, like, I think things like that are funny. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... Yeah, you don't don't let it consume you. There's a difference between, like, self-deprecating humor and talking down to yourself in your head. Because, like, even if my knees look like moldy bricks... (laughs) They do not. I think... (laughs) I see them in person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like it to be very clear to myself that it doesn't really matter. My knees will carry me, and they will do stuff that nobody else is capable of, and I will get it done. I don't care. Right. You know, and I think it's really important to talk to yourself like that. Mm -hmm. And I see that over and over again when talking to people, and it makes me sad because I see these really talented, beautiful, incredible women that are, I I think that from our culture, we're kind of taught to be like that. I know. Well, I would say (laughs) you're taught to be humble. And yeah. I think, uh, which I think humble is yes. really important. Good quality, for but sure. But humble doesn't mean not liking yourself. Mm-hmm. Humble doesn't mean not thinking you're good enough. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's just really important mm-hmm. is saying positive things to yourself, constantly telling yourself that you're enough and yeah. that you can do you it. Rock. Yeah. And you can't rely, the hard part is you really can't rely on other people to be that for you. You need to learn how to do that for yourself. Like, to be able to get up in the morning, right. look in the mirror, and be like, you're a bad bitch. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and move on with your day and, and carry that it's along not, the whole day. I don't think that's a light switch. Like, I don't think that if that's not something you're currently feeling, I don't think it's something that you can just flip and you're like, well, now I'm like that. It, it takes No, it practice. takes a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard. I mean, mm-hmm. I look back when I was Caroline's age, dude, I did not have that. Not the way you do. I feel like you are so secure in who you are and you, for the most part, know what you want. Like you're still learning and yeah. going along. And I think I am too. I think mm-hmm. you learn your whole life. But Man, when I was your age, I just was constantly looking at the girls around me, never feeling like enough because I constantly told myself Mm -hmm. I wasn't enough. So why, you know, Mm -hmm. why would I think any different when that's constantly what I was telling myself? Right. So I've completely... So if you do that, stop it. Yeah. If you do that, let's work (laughs) together and manifest happy, happy, good vibes about how wonderful we are. Mm -hmm. And if people tell you that you're not humble, whatever. Yeah. Leave them in the dust. Leave them in the no, dust. No, that's not nice. Okay, and so for our last way to be more successful at any age, we wrote down to follow your strengths. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let Caroline kind of guide this because this is something that I think she does a really good job of. Mm-hmm. So do you want to explain kind of what we mean? Yeah, so for example, photography, since I was 15, is a huge strength of mine. And, every- and there is nothing wrong with her saying that's a huge strength of mine, and I rock at taking pictures. Right. That goes back to what we were just talking about. I just want to say that because if you're good at something, be proud that you're good of that, good at that thing, and don't be afraid to say that you're good at it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Continue. Sorry. Okay, so, <laughs> like I was saying, photography was a huge strength of mine at an early age, and to me, even at 15, I wasn't like I want to take photos for the rest of my life. Like I never thought that, and I right. think a lot of people get so overwhelmed that they have to choose a career and they have to stick to it. But for me, and I don't know why I thought this, but I was like, that's an in 
to my career, whatever, wherever I want to take it. So I'll grow from there. Mm-hmm. And so I got in, I met Joe, you know, I took so many photos over yeah. the years and I'm still taking photos, but now we have this podcast, it branched. So like, I guess what I'm trying to say is don't feel stuck. Don't feel committed to one thing. Yeah. Because it can grow, like you'll meet new people, you'll make new connections and you'll find connect- more strengths. Yes. So that follow your strengths is, so she was good at photography. But as she continued, she learned that she's also really good with people. Mm -hmm. And so she was able to grow that way. And, you know, she's really good at social media. She was able to grow that way. And so follow those. Don't feel pigeoned into one. Yeah. And so caught up because I see a lot of the times people are just so unhappy with, oh, you know, I'm I've been this for many years and but you don't have to be. And that's not a label like. For example, my boyfriend, who's wonderful, he labels me as a photographer. Right. And that kind of bothers me because I'm like... It's my hardest thing. Yeah, I'm like, dude... I still struggle with it. Like, that's... Yes, that's what I do, and yeah. I love doing that. But it's that. not who I am. Right. I'm defined by more mm-hmm. than one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have a I hard time. if other people struggle with that, like doctors or lawyers or teachers. I don't know. Because I guess, like, at the end of the day, they're like, oh, she's a teacher or oh she's a probably yeah probably but I wonder if they have that identity crisis or if that's like an artist thing <laughs> you know what I mean right is that like a creative I, well, brain I don't crisis? know if I was a doctor and I worked so hard to get that I think I'd be like yeah I'm a doctor yeah. you know but I don't know I've, I'll never I be either. a doctor so we have friends <laughs> that are photographers that are teachers too and I define them as both I guess that's the thing is I don't have a problem with being defined by being a photographer I just don't want that to be the only thing I'm mm-hmm. defined as and yeah. I kind of feel like I had felt for a while with everything that I've been really pigeonholed into that. And it really panicked me because I wanted to be able to follow my strengths. But at the end of the day, I realized I was letting other people's opinions define that for me. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I don't have to define myself as only a photographer. Right. Like it's, yeah, you define you. Nobody else defines you. And so that was Mm -hmm. a wake up call for me. Manifesting like. You can be more than one thing. Yeah. It all connects. It all connects. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. It's easy to get caught up, but it all connects. I don't know. I think that when I was young, I was so caught up. You're not like this at all. And I commend you. I'm going to say that so many times probably throughout this podcast <laughs> mm-hmm. because 20-year-old Joe, y'all, whoo, <laughs> girl was rough. Do you think we would be friends? No. Okay. You would eat no. You would have not liked me at all. I didn't like me. How is anybody yeah. else going to like me? Right. I didn't like me. I shouldn't say that. I had wonderful friends in college who have loved me through mm-hmm. it. But, I mean, I really, I struggled. I didn't think I was good enough. I constantly was comparing. I wanted to be the popular girl so bad. And I don't know if you've, I'm, I'm not, like, nothing about this screams popular girl. Mm-hmm. And I also didn't realize that the girls that were popular were popular because they liked themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and they were confident they were. They were confident yeah. and comfortable. And I, I don't know. I've learned, I mean, obviously I'm very past that now, but I look back and I was like, oh man, we would have not been friends. <laughs> you would have, you wouldn't have hated me. You would have been really nice to me and been like, oh, she's sweet. And you're like, but you would have been like, but she has a ways to go. Yeah. Like that's what you would have said. You would have right. never been rude or mean. You would have been like, I like her. I hope that she figures it out. Mm-hmm. That's what you would have said. Yeah. And that doesn't, so I guess we would have been friendly probably. Right. But I don't think we would have hung out <laughs> unless you like were the one to guide me and lead me away from that. <laughs> Which is possible. Yeah. I feel like you're really exceptional at that. Yeah, I feel like that's a strength of mine. Yeah. 
For sure. Yeah. And so, but yeah, 20 year old Joe, she was, <laughs> she had a ways to go, but I, uh, yeah, I found photography and it, it mm-hmm. really led me out of that. Cause I had to grow up and mm-hmm. being on social media and having a, when you make the decision to put your whole life out on the internet, you have to make the decision right away. Do I care what people think or not? Yeah. Because I am putting it all out there to be judged. And mm-hmm. if you care, it's going to be an exhausting experience. Yeah. You just can't do it. Right. So I commend you. You're doing much Thank better than <laughs> I was at 20. I was a disaster. <laughs> um, so I guess you want to recap kind of the five things we talked about? Yeah. Or... So if you guys forgot. Um... <laughs> <laughs> guys, we're still learning how to podcast. Yeah. You're going to grow with us. We'll get better. We'll get less choppy, mm-hmm. but we're still learning very much so. So the first thing we talked about was define what success means to you and how important that is. And it's going to be different for everyone, like we yes. said. Um, number two, commit to both a morning and night routine. It can be small. Like Joe's yeah. is drinking water, making a bed. Mine's a little bit longer. We didn't even go to end of mine. Oh, oh well. well, share. I'm okay, sorry. So my morning routine <laughs> is I drink water, take my vitamins. I get in the shower. I take a shower pretty much every morning. I know that's not good for your hair, but I do it. Do you wash your hair every morning? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. You have curly hair too. That's crazy. Yeah. I wash my hair once a week. Which I need to be more on that train, but... I mean, whatever. whatever. I mean, I'm not judging. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> that makes you happy. Go for it. I get out of the shower. I do my makeup. Um, as I'm doing my makeup, I start my co- like brewing my coffee and then finish my makeup, put on, on an outfit, go out the door with a cup of coffee. Yeah. Come to Joe, usually. Yeah. We didn't even talk about night. Should we no. talk about night? That's oh, okay. Well. Yeah, so, but... I think they get it. Just those, <laughs> the, it's so important. It's little things, um, and just that route. I don't have a lot of routine. It's creating that consistency. Yeah. And even that little bit is, it will guide the rest of your routine to be more consistent. Mm-hmm. And that consistency will push you to be more successful. Yeah. 100%. I think. Number three, we talked about be everyone's cheerleader. And how that's so important and to just be in people's corners and be happy for their success because there are, there is an abundance of help everyone you can succeed because by lifting others up, you get lifted up as well. Mm -hmm. There's abundance of work. Just don't be jealous. And then number four, 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 and then number four, number four (laughs) was set goals and then break them down into smaller goals so that you can track your achievements. Mm Mm-hmm. And then our last one was follow your strengths, which I know we kind of diverted off into no man's land for that. But it really is important to pay attention to what you are good at and lean into it. Mm -hmm. And as you find out that you're good at more and more things, continuing to lean Mm -hmm. into that um, and letting it lead you. So, yeah, those are our things. So those are our five ways to be more successful at any age. Yeah. I hope that we get more candid as we do this, because right now we really have to look at our notes. Mm-hmm. It is a struggle. We did record this one. I So I'm going to give you all the insights in this recording this <laughs> podcast. But the last two episodes, we've had to like stop and start and stop and start because mm-hmm. we've struggled. And we just made it through recording a whole podcast in one take. Which is a huge success. That is my happy for the next episode. Yes. I will probably experience something else by then. But for right now... Wow. Yeah. I am proud of us. I know. So, so good. So on that note, 
I'm Joe. And I'm Caroline. And you can find us at Middle Ground Podcast on Instagram. And you can find Caroline at Caroline Selty. And you can find me at, at not Caroline, <laughs> Caroline Selty, at Joe Johnson Overby on Instagram and TikTok. And yeah, thanks for tuning yeah. in. And we'll talk to you soon. Love y'all. Bye. Bye bye.